When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes a gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven The future's toughest cop is Katie Coltrane I'm back And now she's getting a new partner his name is Teddy. Hit me. It's a dinosaur. You two solved this case together. Oh, what? What? It's a dinosaur. New partner, Coltrane. <laughs> He's got the style. I'm here for a new look. Step right up. Push the button. He's a cop. Mahaloa. You gotta make him look like a real cop. I'm too sexy for my clothes. That thing at the table just clacked at me. He's got horns for you. It's very normal. He's got the charm. <laughs> your mind's shut down and your glands have taken over. And he's got the appetite. You cannot eat our only suspect. To come out... <laughs> yes. On time. <laughs> Boom! I'm amazing. New Line Cinema presents... Are you think you're going to get somebody? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Can you just slide your butt... Yeah, that's great. Like that? And introducing... Ooh, Teddy. Sweets. Ah. One per customer. <laughs> Theodore Rex. It's a tale you'll never forget. I love when he does that. <laughs> Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Dynovember Woo! with 1995's Theodore Rex. Yeah! 
suit. We're not alone for this one. Oh, thank God. Yeah, right. We we couldn't keep this to ourselves. Uh, joining us, we have Mike from the Grindbend Podcast. Welcome, Mike. Woo-hoo. Oh, guys, I'm so glad to be back on this classic movie night. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. And uh, everybody out there, you may you may realize my voice is a little deeper than usual. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I, I got. I'm playing a little cold, but uh, powering through for you guys because that's how we do it. Steve. Yes. I think a beer will help you feel. Oh. Well, mm. if only we had some. Oh, what's this over here? <gasps> you know, uh, I hear an- uh, alcohol is uh, antiseptic. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want you to be septic. So <laughs> I'm very. Remember, like, um, back in those, like, early, early COVID days where people were like, there was some theory, like, maybe if you drink some alcohol, it'll help yeah. you not get COVID. And then, oh, I remember that. Like, does everything, right? Yeah, yeah, like if you get your blood alcohol to a certain percentage, you won't get COVID. <laughs> yeah, so I just did that the whole time, you know, just to yeah. be safe. I was just like borderline <laughs> at like legally could drive a car, but barely, you know, the whole time through COVID. Oh, see, we were trying to break that like 0. 0.30, which yeah. is mm. a lot more difficult than it sounds. <laughs> we were going for like Tiger King levels of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but from Breckenridge Brewing in Breckenridge, Colorado, Woo! we have their Juice Drop Hazy IPA. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, looking for the oh, seven percent alcohol by volume. A nice little sixteen ounce can. Yeah. yeah. We bought this at a Seven Eleven. Yeah, oh, Colorado okay. baby. And uh, my top. Ah, his top. Nice. Ooh, and the pork. Ah, foamy, so foamy. Yeah, these. Must Dude. be that taking it across state lines. <laughs> you get a little head in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice little, uh, very uh, effervescent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. It, honestly, it smells like a brewery. Like, you get a little of the grain, you get a lot of the hop. Mm. Yeah, wow. This isn't super hoppy. I, I may also not be the best judge of anything right mm. now. but No, it's definitely very juicy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hop character definitely get more of like the orange juice and like orange pith without being like aggressively like piney or turpentiney. Yeah, yeah. the light. So I like the hazies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're really good for that. Uh, are you drinking anything on your end, Mike? I am. So today I'm drinking a Freem, which is uh, spelled P-F-R-I-E-M. And this is a local brewery out of Hood River, which is right near Portland. I'm drinking the Jammy Pale today, guys. And I brought this specifically for you here. It's also in a 16-ounce can. uh, And it has a description here. I'll read it to you. Did someone say Jammy? Freem Pale. Freem Jammy Pale is rife with aromas of marionberry, strawberry preserves, and peach. And round notes of cantaloupe, blueberries, and lemon balm. If, that's a long ass sentence right there. Yeah, it finishes well. juicy, jammy, and fruity. We're jamming, jammy pale. We be jamming. It'll be a jamming with Jammy you. jam jam. Yeah, jammy jam jam. Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you want some more? Oh, oh now that the uh, the bubbling has gone down, here you go. And also, I'm gonna let you have the rest of it because you've taken a big old sip and. Oh. Don't want to be spreading them diseases. Right. I mean, I probably already have it. He did sleep next to you. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Yeah. The jammy jam jam sounds delicious. Nice. It is very good. Although I, you know, 
I get they make a ton of seasonal beers. I just get them all as soon as they're out in the oh, yeah. store. I just pick them up. So it's yes. real good stuff. So yeah, do you like the uh, the fruity beers? I do. I've been getting more into the the hazy IPAs, which I like a lot. And then what's real big up here right now is the uh, fresh hop. Oh, like yeah, everybody's yeah. loving those like uh, where you get the hops in it right away. Right. Yeah. And so those are yeah, very it's... popular now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, up there in Portland, that's you know, prime territory for all that stuff. too. <laughs> so here, here in Utah, we just kind of do like high point beers and uh, like the fruits mm-hmm. we get in our beers are like apricots and yep. blueberries mm. yeah you know stuff that grows here that <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yeah have Potatoes. i told you guys yeah. so people don't believe me on this like the other week I, well it's actually a couple months ago at this point i got this uh smoothie beer oh have you heard of these no no they're like literally a smoothie like banana and fruit and all of that as an as a beer like fermented and everything yeah the alcohol in it or, it's uh, one of the strangest things i've ever tasted but i did like it and i've had a few okay. of them at this point but like those you can only i've never seen it anywhere but like cans at like real specialty stores around here but you guys as the beer experts i was wondering if you'd seen any of those no yeah i mean it's almost right. worth jogging for a smoothie beer <laughs> yeah Man. Uh, speaking of uh, fruity and fresh, oh man, 1995's Theodore Rex. Oh god, uh, debuted December 14th, 1995, a mere 30 months after Jurassic Park. But more on that later. Uh, from writer director Jonathan R. Betuel, who's he, Steve? Nailed it, got it. Uh, glad you asked. Uh, he wrote The Last Starfighter, hey, and my, and my science project. Um, yeah, a couple episodes of CBS Summer Playhouse. Here we are, 22 episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, oh my god, and this. Uh, and apparently, he's also co founder of Luma Pictures, whose only credit is Captain America the Winter Soldier. Oh, Thanks, what? Andy. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Huh. Yeah. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, P- possibly one of the best uh superhero <laughs> movies. Yeah, <laughs> what happened here? Yeah, uh, well, well, you might find out. Uh, of course, starring in this masterpiece, we have Academy Award winner Whoopi Goldberg as oh, Katie Coltrane. God. Who's she, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> you may know her from uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh, shit. Monkey Bone. Monkey where Bone. She, where she played the devil. These credits, wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sister and Act she's uh, and Guinan on Star Trek. Oh, Guinan, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might also remember that time she coached the Knicks. That was fun. Oh, Eddie. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> when she was laughing at their dicks in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I love like a, a you know the eighties Whoopi movies, right? Like uh, Burglar and all those. It's a lot Jump of fun. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever happened here, I guess you'll tell me later, Steve. This was sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have Armin Mueller-Stahl as Elazar Kane. Uh, Bud Court yeah. as Spinner. Julia that Landau was... as Dr. Shade. Uh, I don't remember. Like, you're naming these people off. I don't remember them. Like, so... I, I swear to you, I watched this movie last night, and I feel like I retained nothing. Like it was like a sieve, you know what I mean? It's like a colander when you just, I just went right through me. 
Well, do you remember when Shaft showed up? Shaft. I do, and I, I just remember like opening another beer at that point, being <laughs> this one's for you, Richard. He <laughs> he didn't say his iconic line. I really like the Shaft. Like he didn't <laughs> yeah, that was Shaft's line, it. right? Well, that's, I mean, that's his iconic line from Steel. As he come in and said, I really like the shaft and did like a little wink at the camera and everybody's like, oh, it's the guy. It's that guy. <laughs> Remember oh, when he was in good movies? The first time we watched it, I legit like just did not recognize him. And I'm like, Steve, is this a weird dick joke? And he's like, that, that, that is shaft, babe. And I'm like, is this a dick joke? <laughs> like my brain was not going to shaft. <laughs> I mean, he like, is that shaft. what Shaq calls his dick is shaft? I, or just steel. Saying, I think Richard Brownstreet <laughs> really yeah. likes Shaquille O'Neal's shaft. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> You've seen the guy's shoes. You could, like, I don't know, fluke down a river with those things. <laughs> are, are you saying Shaq's dick is a life-saving flotation device? <laughs> it could be. could be used as one. Not necessarily. Uh, and, of course, the voice of Theodore Rex, George Newbern. Who's he? Uh, he's the guy I keep confusing with Paul Rudd whenever I see him in like 80s and 90s movies. Oh, yeah, he's like the groom in the uh, Father of the Bride movies, and like the the guy that shows up at the end of uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Oh you know, that looks like God. Paul Rudd. So, so he's less successful, Paul Rudd. <laughs> I mean, he's a voice actor. He, he's the Superman in all the Justice League uh, oh. shows for like the last 20 years. But... All right. And uh, of course, the voice of Molly Rex, Carol Kane. One of, one of Izzy's favorites from uh, yeah. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Men love me. My hair is like noodles. <laughs> uh, so, Mike, how did you watch this? Um, I watched it on the blood bank. Me too. On the bloody bits. <laughs> that was the only way I could find it. I had to hit Eddie yep. up and be like, sir, I need a favor. And he was like, for shizzle. It'll be up in like 20 minutes. <laughs> and it is a full screen. It's not widescreen. It's oh, yeah. like a full screen. I don't know. I, it looks like a DVD scan. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was, right? But like, it's definitely not been remastered. And that's good because the day that like a Shout Factory or somebody releases <laughs> this shit on Blu-ray is the day that I will end my own show. I, I'm done. Like, but no. You don't think We've I'm getting vinegar syndrome, Theodore Rex. God. <laughs> Damn it. No. You know what's gonna happen. Just wait. Like it we're on unfortunately we're willing it into existence right here by talking about it. But yes. Oh, it's there like there will the, be a Blu-ray one day. And a remastered Carnosaur trilogy. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, once they get to like Theodore Rex, like Blu-rays of like Theodore Rex and like Pluto Nash, you know you've just you've reached the end of movies that are, you know, available. Yeah, They've done it all. <laughs> they just put up something on the website. Sorry, guys, you ran out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of movies. We literally released them all. <laughs> yeah, the, the one they have to do, though, I say it every episode: Congo. Congo. There's still time. Oh, Everyone's still yeah. alive. I think. Yeah. What do you think it is? Like some sort of like rights holdup? Like big diamonds or mad or something? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Travicom or whatever. Just, <laughs> yeah, jo oh. Joe Don Baker's like no, never. You, you guys know Ernie <laughs> Hudson is notorious for being difficult to work with. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Henry Winkler. I mean, just stories oh, yeah. of mm. their asshole or your legendary. I hear Bruce Nobody. Campbell's trying to keep a low profile nowadays. <laughs> so. 
He definitely doesn't do Bruce, Bruce Campbell Con yeah. in like the uh, middle of Ohio, which Steve, I want to go one day. <laughs> I think they really underestimate the love that um, our generation has for like Congo and Twister. Like right? those are two movies that, yeah. you know, I, I could just watch at any time, any yeah, day. Absolutely. And just, I would sit there. If it was on, I would just watch it through, watch till the end. Right. I still have the Twister soundtrack as part of my music that just plays in my office when I'm oh, working. Wow. The Van Halen songs, the originals for the movie. Oh, oh the, the instrumental. The, yeah, the, the, in, oh, yeah, the instrumentals okay. and the yeah. Uh, well, I mean, come Go- on. If Google you're not listening, if you're not listening to Rusted Root, are you even like living? <laughs> <laughs> Do you kind of like rock the music out like you're uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Like oh, I mean, going yeah. Like, Woo! Look, welcome to the bang, bang, look, welcome to the zone, Steve. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, one hundred percent, will always be dusty in my eyes. Yeah. He has done yeah. nothing better what a than wonderful that. Character. Academy Award winner, Dusty. <laughs> yeah. Do you make like um big now in your office? Do you make like those big giant metal wind chimes that could also be a horrible <laughs> weapon if a tornado Look, if ever you're implying came in? that I'm Aunt May, then maybe <laughs> my dog might actually be chewing on a piece of raw cow bone as we speak. Well, we don't have any cows. <laughs> I really like the idea though that like she had all those wind chimes and did do shit. Didn't warn her about the fucking yeah. twister coming in, right? Yeah. Like why why'd you build them then? Why have because all these like you know, and they sound nice? Also, imagine but, being her fucking neighbor because like, like she doesn't live in the middle of nowhere. The last time I saw that movie, like she has neighbors to the side. Do you imagine oh, yeah. one little gust that house sounds like a fucking carnival? so our neighbors actually have gigantic wind chimes oh god and they're they, i love them i think they're great but i'm a weirdo really? is this yeah. a mutual thing steve she is a weirdo i agree but they don't bother you either <laughs> they don't bother me I don't, you know me I don't but like okay no. <laughs> if it's, well there you go yeah because i was gonna say if your window's open you know and yeah. at 5 a.m. you're just hearing like do 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 chimes. No, so they're huge. So they make this like gong noise. So it's just like whoa. Gong, gong, gong. Oh, I thought it was like a literal gong, which what it would have been kind of cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Man, the wind really swings that hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They also have two dogs that love to bark at everything and anything, twenty four uh, hours yeah, a day, that's... seven days a week. Oh. Yeah, so the wind chimes mean nothing. But we, yeah. the wind okay. chimes are awesome. <laughs> like our dog just stares at the dogs barking and is like, "Wow, are they okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody <No>. help them?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, so Theodore Rex, watch it on the blood. Bank. <laughs> uh, we have to stop uh, talking about much better movies. <laughs> yeah. So, like Steve, when they were in that uh, barn in Twister, right? Yeah. And oh, the yeah. big with, tornado was coming. I was just trying to get back shit. to. It. Yeah, that was fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> I was just trying oh, to discuss Twister they... a little bit more. <laughs> When they drove through that house, holy shit! Oh god, that was classic, right? Where they're like, "Hold on," and then they go up the stairs and everything. Oh, what a great movie! Right? Oh, and Carrie, my favorite bad guy. Oh, when he dies, that's the best. Oh, right. Just... And my love because uh, you know his reaction, like Paxton's reaction, is just like, "Oh," but like he's not that upset about it. But he's like, "Ow, oh, that had to hurt," right? Oh. <laughs> just like, I, oh. I remember every frame. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's too bad. Anyways, let's carry on the movie. 
It's a TBS Superstation, everybody. Um. (laughs) They showed uh, Twister. Like, there's a drive-in theater near where I live. They showed it a couple months ago. I did not make it, but I regret it every day. Not going. You should. Like, you can watch. You could watch (sighs) the Twister scene where it eats the drive-in theater in the drive-in theater. Oh, would it be amazing? Didn't they have a in Jurassic World Dominion? Uh, didn't they have a scene where a T Rex like tore down a drive-in? Definitely in one of them. Oh no, it's the one where they're in San Diego. The Lost World or whatever. The San Diego. Oh one. yes, yeah, Lost yeah, World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, okay. by the way, lived in uh, Southern California almost my whole life. I don't remember a fucking uh, drive-in in San Diego. Lies, liars. Lies. Spielberg, they, you hack. They were all up in Sacramento. <laughs> we had like three of them at one point. I think Bradshaw's still there. Who? Terry Bradshaw, um, he retired. Once he retired from the Steelers, he opened a drive-in theater, right? Yeah, that's that's totally it. It definitely hasn't been there since like the 50s and nobody's cleaned the bathroom since the 60s. <laughs> that's I the one like we the were going to go, but that. it was closed um, because somebody got like a drug shootout in the, the drug. Oh, okay. oh, you know. Well, yeah, where else the one that was, It's drugs. the one that's across the... Uh, Across the freeway from the uh, Korean barbecue place that was also closed because of the shootout. Because we were going to get Man, Korean barbecue and go see a drive-in. I, I mean, feel like they should serious. just make a place where drug deals can happen. You know what I mean? Like instead right? of like shooting up restaurants and drive-ins and stuff, let's just make them their own like drug deal bathrooms. You know what I mean? Like a safe space yeah. for drug deals. Yeah. Right? I mean, what are yeah. schools doing? Like when you know after five o'clock, really? They're just like vaping, yeah. is what I understand. That's. Steve, that's a great idea. Let's let drug deals happen at schools after they close. Because, yeah. like, yeah, what are well, they going to do with it? Like, nobody's there. Yeah, they can you pay know? us yeah, like, they like can pay 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, let's say 9, 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. Yeah, they can pay yeah. a small fee. The schools can get some new books. Yeah, they got <laughs> they gotta donate a book with every drug deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you have to lock the sign slab. Like it's just we can't have it, you know, they might be doing something in there and making it with self. Any other things on limits, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're so once upon a time in the, in the future. Problems. Oh, yeah. in the not too distant. <laughs> is this like, I have to is this like a is this a simulation that I'm watching? Like is this like a lawnmower man type of deal or something like this, this movie? I okay, so the movie starts off with like some narration about uh, it, it basically tells you the whole movie in like two minutes, and it's like cool. I don't need to watch the rest then, right? Because well, it's basically I'm like, glad. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't know if it's just that I'm getting older, but like I couldn't understand what was happening for ninety percent of the movie. Like I couldn't well, understand. I could not follow the plot for the life of me. <laughs> well, well, okay. I, I got a lot of questions. Like leading up to like. <laughs> What is Theodore's job before he's I magically Steve, made a detective? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. <laughs> they called him quote, and I say this. They said this in the movie. They said the token dinosaur yeah. on on staff, and I'm like, what? So every police? Okay, set up the world, then I will ask. Because yeah, okay, all right. So once upon a time in the future, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, there's this billionaire Elazar Kane who owns Twitter. No, um, he <laughs> he's gonna launch this new Eden missile that br- gonna bring on a new ice age and create his own paradise in his image or whatever. And the mo- and huh. there's two workers that have escaped and are like gonna narc on him and you know tell the police okay. or whatever. Fucking narcs. And one of them apparently 
is this dinosaur that's like running around in like an abandoned theme park, uh, being chased by a fucking long haired fuck Highlander? What's this? Yeah. What's this? And it's like black and white like, too. So it's I like, it, yes, I thought it was like a I Highlander was or like something. In the past of the near future thing. Yeah. Which it sort of is. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but then, you know, because this guy is a Highlander, he pulls out this butterfly. And then it like flies what? and touches this dinosaur's nose and fucking explodes. And but why was it in black and white and then the butterfly in color? Like it's not saying uh, anything. Uh, Mike, uh, I can explain that because it was a fucking dream that Teddy Rex had when because he, he just wakes oh, right up okay. and Wait, he's like, "Hold on, what the hell was that?" <laughs> when did Schindler's List come out? Uh, ninety. Four? Oh shit! So this is right off Schindler's List, right? Like, because I was like going to say Spielberg, you hack, maybe because like you know the girl with the the red, right? Are, are you like suggesting Spielberg was a shadow director for this movie? <laughs> he might Jonathan have been. Right? Toby Hooper. Yeah. Hmm? Never know. <laughs> He's like, but I say, like do you think that was Last World? I did. We're back. A dinosaur story. I can do that. Do you? Do you think coming off of Schindler's List being such a huge movie that they might have done that as like a oh you know like they did it in that movie so it'd be like cool if we did it yeah yeah absolutely I mean yeah. maybe right like because otherwise what the fuck what what was the point of this um to show that dinosaurs are all connected yeah yeah they 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 have an unspoken bond uh, through dreams and genetics I, I don't know man. Wait, so if you're a dinosaur, do yes. you have dreams of all other dinosaurs that are in peril? Apparently. Apparently you're like oh, a dino whisperer. Jesus. Yeah. You know, like Jennifer Love Huge Tits, just uh, like, hey, I think there's a ghost here. I should go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it was a I show. I have to tell you, I hate this movie so much. Really... I think it might still be a show, babe. <laughs> <laughs> like... I think that's one of How those many... sleeper shows that has like 22 seasons. Oh, like Supernatural? Yeah. They're just uh, like, about... you've been whispering in these ghosts for so long, you got to speak up. They can't hear you. <laughs> it's 22 seasons in, you got to come on. <laughs> I wonder if there's episodes where she's just like, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm getting nothing. Roll credits. <laughs> Babe, it's like Madam Secretary. Like, oh my God, is that still on? <laughs> your mom and my aunts are the only people watching it, and guys, it's just still on. Guys, I'll stand by this. Taya Leone is the worst fucking actress I've ever seen. I don't know. She's Megan still doing Fox stuff? <laughs> Megan Fox, I'll at least look at. There's also that girl who sighs from Twilight. Oh, Kristen Stewart? She's done all Oh, right. she's got like an indie career now. Yeah. You just, you just like her. She's got yeah. bigger tits than Taya Leone. Does she? She, <laughs> she had smaller tits. You wouldn't be into her. Babe. Steve. <laughs> you might be right. No, no, no. Look, look, I get it. She gets an extra star and a half for having tits. That doesn't equal talent. <laughs> what, I, what I was actually going to say is to win an Academy Award for Best Actress, you don't need giant tits. And then I was starting to think, I think all of them have pretty big tits. Yeah. I mean, Charlize Theron. That's what their agents always say. You know, they're like, unless, you know, they never give out, um, you know, Oscars to A cups. So I'm sorry. I think think the smallest is Hillary Swank. She's got that that chin, though. I wanted to bring up, I actually have a foundation Oscars for A cups. (laughs) If you (laughs) can I'm trying to bring awareness. I love the work that you're doing, Izzy. Like, it's a good cause. definitely needed in these, in these <laughs> trying times 
I mean, I realize you guys aren't interested in ACAPs, but... <laughs> Let's say it's been a hard... It's really a rough Kickstarter so far. So you've started it about a week ago. We're at five bucks. <laughs> yeah. And we're looking for 100000 So anybody, if you want to donate... <laughs> To this yeah. cause guys right? it's, it's it's like women's soccer nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> yeah you just say that because soccer is not a sport in exactly <laughs> what steve how dare you the u.s has finally made it to the world cup when that happens i don't know but i heard it the other day so it's true it's happening during the holidays i saw john ham as santa claus upset about it until he was like wait the u.s is in it go fight reds i don't know <laughs> Yeah, we're the fighting reds in soccer. Yeah. We're the fighting I mean, reds. I mean, I mean America, right? Got to go with the Native yeah. Americans. It's, go yeah. fighting redskins. Arr. Yeah, we we have to honor our our legacy. Steve, it's the Washington football team. You know, that's... no, they're the commanders. The commanders. They'll always be the WFT to me. Okay, Washington <laughs> football team. They'll always be one of the many teams what? I hope lose every week. Oh, God, fuck them. Uh, as a Giants fan, I will always hate the Washington football team, whatever they call themselves. So. Oh. As an Eagles fan. Oh, jeez. Well, congratulations, Steve. It's looking like a good year for you guys. As it's a only Lions been 20 fan. years since we were good. No. As a Lions fan. You won the oh. Super Bowl. I like to anyone. <laughs> oh, Izzy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Lions but, fans are a great thing though, because like every year you're just like, I just don't need to really watch because <laughs> you know it's well, fine. Well, After week two, you're like, okay, so I checked in, you know, I was I did my thing yeah. for the team. I wore my Megatron jersey year. and I did my yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, and, I uh, and Matthew Stafford <laughs> won it last year, so you know. Yeah, that was kind of nice, right? He had a direct connection to the Lions at one point, right? <laughs> He should be their quarterback. Then we went somewhere else and won right away. So. Yeah, he was up until the point he became a tremendously successful. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's lovely to see, right? <laughs> he was on your team for so long, and then it had instant success as soon as he left. I do have to say, though, like the Washington football team, what a brilliant move, right? Because like everybody that's a fan of that team had to buy the merch for yeah. WFT. And then they're like, hey, now we got a new name. And you're like, oh, fuck now i gotta rebuy it all like nobody's gonna remember the wft years you know yeah it'll be like the uh yeah shit i can't even think of any of the <laughs> like the san diego clippers that was a thing back in the day the oh yeah uh, i got a buffalo braves hat yeah buffalo yeah. braves man montreal expos yeah i would say steve still got his uh nba blanket from like the 90s oh, yeah, and like it's 90s. got like the chicago oh. bullets or washington bullets washington oh bullets. the washington yeah. bullets until a guy brought bullets in the locker room that was not a good move <laughs> whatever happened to him no one cares sorry <laughs> gilbert arenas yeah the guy who brought a gun to the arena no yeah or was it was it arenas i think it was well, yeah, what was them, his right? excuse was it just like whoops didn't know it was there yeah, just or... showing off his fucking gun it's like oh you know you really Really, kids? It's not that big of a deal, right? Like, it's in the locker room. It's not like he brought it on the court. It's not. It's not like he shot himself in the leg with it. <laughs> Plaxico. <Yeah. laughs> I remember everybody was like really upset because Eli didn't visit him in prison, and I was like, "What the fuck are you expecting Eli to do? You kidding me with that mouth? He's not going to prison." <laughs> He get raped in the parking lot. Yeah, right. like... The cops would rape his ass. 
All right, so Teddy Rex then calls in. Yeah, uh, so football. Uh, yeah, it calls in, basically is like, hey, so there was this murder in the carnival graveyard oh or God. whatever. Um, okay. And Steve, what is going on? I don't he know. has like this dream, and then he's like, there was a real murder. Because like, I don't. And what is his job? I don't, because he's not a detective. He just called in. He's taking a shower with his tail hanging out of the shower curtains because yeah. that's practical. Oh. And then he's like reading comics called Dino Detective. And as he's walking out the door, he has a little cookie cookie shooter shoot him in the mouth. Uh, and can and- we say the voiceover is just egregious for this. It's horribly mixed, the sound. Like, it sounds like somebody is talking to you like right next to you right like they didn't filter it in to make it sound like he's on in the movie right it sounds like somebody's talking like we're talking right now and like a microphone right into it they didn't like like, yeah it's fucking terrible and like it doesn't match anything and he also won't shut the fuck up in the first five minutes like he has to commentate everything that he's doing Woo-hoo-hoo, just watching my undercarriage. No, oh, no, no, no. God. Making some eggs. Boop, 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 boop. So I was like, I don't know if I could make it. Like, I was <laughs> really like that. Was, I, By the way, we're at minute four. Yeah. And this was, <laughs> it was too much for me. Yeah. Well, maybe this will interest you because uh, then we have Whoopi Goldberg on a rooftop leading an assault on, uh, I just have written down as Jawas. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So the Jawa enemies in this. Also, can we say that the sets look like shit oh my <laughs> they look God. they look like toontown from um, right R- roger rabbit yes but like way worse right like it's yeah. just i mean less whimsical every it's just yeah this world like everything i hate everything about this movie like there wasn't one thing that i thought was okay i think what made me the most mad about it is this was obviously not cheap they spent a lot of money to make it look this bad. Yeah, and that's the thing, Izzy. It's the it's really expensive looking, but also really cheap looking. If that makes yeah. any sense. Like the cinematography, I'm sorry if this is somebody that's good and has like worked before, or even if it's their first, it's really bad. Like it's just it's unacceptably bad. Yeah. The sets are expensive but cheap, which I don't. I know that doesn't make They're any poorly sense. Poorly designed. They're really yes. poorly designed. And it's like, like somebody quick... never got past the like nobody got to the shading portion. They just yes. got to the outline portion. Yeah, everything's like this weird sheen. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like you're saying is like they just didn't fill it in. And then the CG that they show in the one shot. Oh, oh, oh my god. Yeah, there's a lot of matte paintings oh. and stuff too. Uh, cinematography by David Tattersall. Who's he? Steve? Uh, oh shit! No, nice. don't say Schindler's something list. good. Uh, <laughs> pretty fucking close. Sixty nine movies, nice. But uh, the first one it listed was Green Mile. Oh, uh, hold on. Let's what the, happened uh, here, dude? Let's see. Let's see. A bunch of English stuff <laughs> I never heard of. Okay. Young. Okay. Okay. So before this, he had done like Young Indiana Jones Chronicles and a bunch of uh, other things I've I never like heard Young of. Young Indiana Jones. Then this. Yeah, Young Indy. Then Con Air, Soldier, oh, the prequels uh, for Star Wars, 
Uh, some more young Indiana Jones stuff. Apparently that was going on around then. Uh, we should a lot. Uh, Green Mile. More young Indiana. Okay, apparently young Indiana Jones is doing something somewhere because there's like 30 things. Vertical Limit. There we go. There's oh, one I can man. watch every That was day. a fun movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Die Another Day. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, the second one. Oh, shit, yeah. Triple X, State of the Union. Oh, yeah. You know, the best. The best one. And then next, Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit. Speed Racer. Oh, God damn it. Is next the one where he has that crazy hair, or was that a different one? Yes, yeah, yeah, where he has, like, the greasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Speed Speed Racer, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. He did the Speed Racer movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, director of photography for like an entirely cgi movie wow wow okay uh, let's that, that, see. yeah how do you call that like it was like when life of pi won best cinematography i'm like for what yeah if it was like a fucking kid in a rowboat in a green room yeah like yeah it's the win? same it's the same reason why uh uh the martian got best comedy <laughs> well comedy i laughed my ass off and that whole thing when he was like drinking his own pee and growing his stuff, you know, wasn't that great? Yeah. Uh, but by the way, guys, he's still working. Uh, coming soon, Anne Rice's interview with the vampire. He's the director oh, of photography for shit. that. So wait, there. Yeah. So expect speed racer quality on that. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah. So Whoopi and uh, her partner like attack some Jawas and. They like hop in a, a, I don't know, a fucking uh, food truck or something and start driving off. They and... know her name, Wang. <laughs> That's right. Um, eventually it crashes. Boom. Um, and the one person they pick up has no ID or something. All right, cool. Because he's so confusing. Yeah. It's so overly confusing. They don't they they don't let us know what's going on in this no. movie. Like we're in the future enough to where like we don't like. Yeah, we find out like an hour later this guy is a clone and he's registered to somebody and that, but it's just like, okay, so they killed a mummy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I <laughs> yes, they killed a mummy. Because he was like all wrapped up in bandages or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, from what I can tell, the beginning of this movie is some dinosaur had a dream, like he had like a Schindler's List style dream, and then Whoopi uh, killed. Um, was saving a mummy. Yeah. yeah. Am I right? Yeah. yeah okay. And then potentially we'll see how this a bunch of out. other mummies or Jawas yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, then we got to the uh, carnival graveyard and there's like reporters like at the crime scene already and then there's, you know, cops chase them off or whatever and then uh, yeah, somebody's like talking to Teddy like, how'd you know about this? Like, well, because dinos, we feel for each other and it's written down, oh boy. Here we go. Yeah, that's going to be what? a thing. Yeah. I okay. And then, and then we get a weird scene. Okay. We get a scene where the this uh, a weird scene. Where Bud Court and uh Stephen McCaddy or whatever, but uh, they play like Spinner and Edge. They're like talking like how could you let them get away? Yeah, and they're like talking it looks like they're you know they're in like this dark dark room or like a sewer or something right mm-hmm. but then the camera just kind of like pans up and you see it's just like a wall and it's right in front of like a fucking mansion that happens to be the police station uh yeah because yeah, yeah this was station. 
so yeah, confusing, yeah, that's right. Is yeah. He? No, it was the museum. It was the museum dinner party. Thing. Oh, okay. yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, so like the police the station is also in a museum. Yeah, because when they go re- later, like they all work in like museum offices. I didn't understand that because crime is something of the or, past. Or wait, was it like the policeman's ball or something that was there at the museum? I don't. I don't no, know. It was yeah, a yeah, fundraiser. Was they were talking yeah. it because they wanted to talk to the Shaft. guy who is. They want to talk, and they want to talk to the guy who is. Not Socrates from. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> from Briscoe <laughs> County. Briscoe, yeah. yeah. Why couldn't they just explain to us what's happening in the movie, like in a in a succinct way? Like it's like every scene you walked into, you were just trying to figure out because they were like talking and nothing was making sense. And it's like, yeah, they're at some policeman's fundraiser for this guy, and it's just like, I know there was a crawl at the beginning of the movie that told me what was supposed to go on, but I don't know what's going on. I cannot grasp any of this. You know, it's a pretty major thing that I don't think was even mentioned in the crawl. The dinosaurs exist in modern. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Because then I'm like, Steve, my mind's racing with all these like dinosaur questions. Right. Right, Of course. And I, yes. Cause I'm like, they seem to understand that dinosaurs exist and they can talk and humans are fine with this. Yeah. They don't explain how dinosaurs talk because they didn't talk when they were ruling the earth to what I mean. We we can't so, be sure, Mike. I guess we can't be sure, but how? Because my what I understand from this movie is that somebody brought them back, but then also somehow gave them the ability to speak. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you're familiar with Don Bluth's works, like Land Before Time or We're Back, a dinosaur yeah. story. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure dinosaurs talked. Oh, okay. I mean, I there's a reason I... there's like 17 sequels to Land Before Time. Oh, I forgot that Land Before Time was a, a documentary. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, could happen to anyone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, Commissioner Shaft, he's there, and Teddy, Teddy shows up, and he's basically like, "I, I want to find out who uh, who killed this uh, dinosaur guy. I want to be on the case." And we're introduced to uh, Elazar Kane and his assistant, Doctor Shade. Uh, you know the bad guys for the movie, um, and then like the assistant guy or whatever uh, is just like, "Yeah, you could be." Uh, he could be our dino detective, you know, give, give us new blah, blah, blah. And just have written down. What the fuck is he now? What? Did, yeah. What? Did, what does he do? He's the tour guide. <laughs> He's a, okay. Wait, you, yeah. They he hired... drives the tour van. Okay. So, oh, but like, do champ? people. Yeah. Like, are dinosaurs all around the world? Or are they only in this city? Because like this one guy this brought them back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Elzar can, I guess the only one that brought him back, but. Yeah. Also, like, I have expected somebody at some point to see the dinosaur and start screaming because it's like a giant predator walking the streets, right? And, like, also is afraid that it can talk and all sorts of things. I don't, I couldn't understand the world, is what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> yeah. It was inconsistent for sure. Yeah. Because, like, when you get, when Whoopi sees him for the first time, she's like, what? We let dinosaur? How is there a dinosaur? Oh, Mike, one thing I did like was when they're like, all right, Coltrane, we're teaming you up with somebody. Or, 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 or no, Teddy, we're, we're uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like Coltrane, we're teaming you up, giving you a new partner. And there's like the fucking bodybuilder guy with like bandoliers yeah. and giant guns and shit. Like the and Dolph Lundgren looking dude. Yeah. yeah. 
or, or no, 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 that's right. They were teaming up Teddy, and then like uh, yeah. Whoopi like pushes the guy out of the way and like, what yeah. do you want to talk to me about? You know, <laughs> that's a badass face. And Whoopi is, man, she's here, right? Like physically here at on set, but she's oh, not yeah. there. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like she's clearly just. It looked like she walked on set and couldn't believe that there was a life-size dinosaur puppet. Like, you could see her roll her eyes like, oh, God, what have I done? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to skip right to that fun fact because it, <laughs> it, it'll explain the rest of the movie. Um, apparently, Whoopi Goldberg made a verbal agreement to star in this film in 1993. Gee, what happened that year? Jurassic Park. Oh, a dino detective movie? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'll be in that. And then she tried no, to back Whoopi, out. No, 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 no. You hear Jurassic Park and you go, now we're going to make one of them a detective. That, no, yeah. no. Look, Mike, How? Mike, it was 93. That All the money was going to Jurassic Park. Was so like she, the Dinosaurs then, TV show on at that point? I think so, like season three or something. Because yeah. it looks like they're using ones from that show. In oh, this, shit, right? yeah. When we get to the club scene or whatever later and there's mm -hmm. all those dinosaurs, it's like, oh, yeah. I, I, I swear, like, the... The guy heading the the funeral was the uh, the boss from uh, right. From yes, he looks like the Sherman Helmsley character from Dinosaurs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah, she agreed to do it in '93. Then it got delayed, and she tried to back out. And then the producer tried to sue her for twenty million dollars for backing out. Um, and, <laughs> and so instead, there was a bunch of back and forth, and she agreed to star for seven million dollars instead. So there you go. Wow. So she's only here under like almost court order yep pretty much jesus and you can tell <laughs> yeah she oh. does not care Here, here's the note uh, uh teddy rex was in public relations ah uh, that's right because he drives the tour here. bus yeah that's why his car looks Wait. so fucking weird but they don't explain that for you just see him driving this weird ass car because at one point i was like see why are there like benches above his like tail storage area yeah yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And they also, and also mentioned like, that apparently Coltrane works on commission. I'm like, is she a fucking bounty hunter? Yeah. What do you mean commission for a yeah, cop? Yeah, because they said, like, I will double your commission. It's like, hold on. She gets commission? Wait, can we also... There's a Shyamalan twist, like, halfway through this movie that I... I swear to God, I almost turned off the movie at that point. <laughs> Could, do we have to save it for that point, or can we discuss it now? Um, are, are you talking about where Whoopi Goldberg's uh, a cyborg? She's a robot. Yes. She so, is not a human. So there was a scene earlier where um, like somebody asked her like, hey, did you get a tune up or whatever? When she know, goes it was like, down like for, a passing comment. Yeah, to, uh, when she goes down to check out the mummy autopsy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but like that, that wouldn't mean anything to us. And, oh, and the they end, say yeah. like, oh good. They upped your aggression levels. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, like, it's just yeah, which we don't understand what they're talking about. Again, they're saying these things, and I don't know what they're talking about. I'm just like, man, people, I guess this is future talk, you know? But then, like, casually, halfway through the movie, they're just like, oh, yeah, you know how you're a robot. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> so my question is, what do you mean she works on commission? She's a fucking robot. Do they just turn her off at the end of the day? Maybe. You, you got to keep in charge. <laughs> Is this like she, a Blade Runner thing? Yeah. Like, what is going on? <coughs> this so movie it, is killing Steve, guys. <laughs> I, 
I understand, Steve. It nearly killed me last night trying to watch this thing. <laughs> but the, okay, so everybody, keep this in mind. Whoopi is a robot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't understand if it's like a replicant situation or if it's like a straight up like iRobot type of deal, right? We don't know. And it will never tell us. Nope. And it, the movie assumes we already know she's a robot by the first scene when they start saying tune up, attitude adjustment, all these things. So yeah. this is this movie. But but you'll forget it when it's brought up again. Yeah. <laughs> a scant 50 minutes later? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, um, like they're they're gonna hint at it, but they never really talk about it. Um apparently all the T-Rexes are recovering carnivores, they're not allowed to eat meat anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. So they eat cookies instead. Yeah, cookies <sighs> and sweets. God, and like you know, kale kids. or whatever. Yeah. A lot of <sighs> sea, sea vegetables. Yep. So then uh then we go to see the autopsy of the dinosaur at uh, the Museum of Natural History, of course. Yeah, and okay. they haven't gotten yeah, to it right. yet. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, whatever. And then we see that a uh, unicorn brontosaurus. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the centaurosaurus or whatever. Centaurosaurus. Guys, we really don't know how dinosaur bones go together. Let's keep that. Yeah. In they still haven't like figured that one out. Mm. They know it's not correct, but nobody has a better idea. <laughs> By the way, if you guys all want like a good laugh, Google like a dinosaur unicorn fossil. Uh, somebody put together a woolly mammoth completely incorrectly in like the 1800s and like an in like the Natural History Museum in England or something, and they still haven't undone it, and it's ridiculous. Well, you know, at that point, it's like, eh, we just leave it. You know, it's, tra right. it's tradition. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're committing to this mistake. It's our heritage. I like the idea, though, that people are like, mm, I'm not sure the bones go like that. And some guy's like, well, you know what, pal? Why don't you try it? All right? Fuck you. I dug yeah. these up. I put them together. Why don't you see if you could do it better? You know? Oh, also, if you want to hear the, a history like that, look up the history of the dinosaur, the Irritator. Oh, yeah. The Irritator. Mm. They only yeah. found that they've only ever found one skull. And it was in thousands of shards, and they painstakingly glued it back together, and they're not entirely sure they did it right. Oh, Izzy, I, I actually know about the Irritator. Um, they did find one of them. Uh, his name is Theodore Rex. Oh, he's an Irritator. That makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. He irritates the fuck out of me. So. He's the king of Irritators. <laughs> um, yeah, so, all right, what so they go to the... Dinosaur is he? Is he a T-Rex? Is he a T-Rex, babe? I think he's supposed to be a T-Rex. Yeah, he's supposed to be. But like, I mean, he's yeah. not really, though, right? I would like it if he was, like, you know, 20 feet tall. Make this movie yeah. maybe a little more fun, yeah. right? So he, what He's more, more of like a chubby raptor, maybe, or a, a compsagnathus or something. Raptor. Let's see, he's, yeah, he's what, about nine feet tall? Sure. Mm, he's like, like six, six, nine. Hey. He's like a Utah raptor. He eats a bunch of cookies and taffy. Yeah. I was going to say, Steve, the Toronto raptors should have just like a chubby <laughs> raptor as their mascot, right? Like a Theodore Rex looking dude. I mean, right? they kind of do, but that's just because it's a mascot. Yeah. Let's uh, see. Uh, so there is like a nine foot tall cousin of the Tyrannosaur. Oh, uh, okay. Now, like, okay, Suski so if... Tyrannus? Yeah, Suski Tyrannus Hazelay. Okay. 
So yeah. what's the situation now? Like we're talking about sports and stuff. Can because these dinosaurs are able to talk and assimilate into society, are they allowed to like play professional sports too? Oh shit! Like, yeah, I'd, I'd have see... Theodore Rex on my offensive line for sure. Right? Ain't nobody yeah. moving that guy. Yeah. Plus, what can't they run up to like forty miles an hour or something? <laughs> I don't think Theodore can. He kind of lies. I, I like well, not the idea. those fucking nasty shoes he's wearing. Yeah, that's true. I like <sighs> the idea that they fucking give the football to, to some dinosaur and he just takes off and immediately it's a touchdown. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? He runs 40 miles an hour. We can't stop his ass. 15-yard penalty look, for biting. Look, there's <laughs> nothing in the rule book that says a Tyrannosaurus Rex can't play football. That's true. <laughs> I would have rather have seen that movie. Like, what if they made Theodore Rex, but it was actually just more like an Air Bud? MVT, Most Valuable T-Rex? Yes. And, like, what if they, like, disguised him? Like, what if he was the only one, you know, like, the only T-Rex, but he also was, for some reason, like, really good at, like, you know, a sport that wouldn't make any sense, like baseball. Because, like, how's he going to swing that bat with those tiny arms? But Soccer. He's super good at soccer. Yeah, yeah, it's ladybugs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh yeah, he'd be great at soccer because like he'd never use his hands; they're so tiny, right? Exactly. And he can use the tail and everything because oh, there's yeah, nothing in the rule that says you can't use a tail. Yeah, he'd just yeah. be like, "Oh my god, guys, Justin Bieber!" And then when nobody's looking, use his tail to slap shot it. <laughs> yeah, slap shot—that's the thing in soccer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he finally like gets the U.S. to a World Cup win, and then they all find out he was a dinosaur, and you know, it's a big controversy. Yeah, that would be a more fun movie. Yeah. Then we have like the Green Mile sequence of the movie after he's like charged and sent to jail. I mean, okay, <laughs> love that follow. <laughs> yeah, he needs a serious turn, you know. Yeah, but like, think about this for one second. We are accepting the fact that we're watching a dinosaur cop movie, right? Oh yeah, a dinosaur but bunny why? cop movie. Why, of all the things, if a dinosaur could walk and talk, why am I watching like? A lethal weapon, but with a dinosaur. Because, what is it? The dinos- dinosaurs uh, feel for each other? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, hello? <laughs> Did we lose you? <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, so, we go to the morgue, um, and they're like, oh, yeah, the reason the dinosaur dies because of a d- giant fucking explosion by its nose. And, uh, well, we have to ID him, and you know, a dinosaur's tail print is like a fingerprint that's individual and blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's Oliver Rex, and he's married to Molly Rex. Uh, who's that? Oh, well, uh, cut to the extinct species club. Mm-hmm. But hold on. If dinosaurs are all, they feel for each other and they're all connected, how would he not know that he was married to Molly Rex? Oh. Okay, I'm trying to understand the world. Like a police database? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They they feel for each other, Mike. Yes. Why is the dinosaur every other dinosaur comes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking of coming, every time. Why is he wearing clothes? Decency. Okay. Why do you wear clothes, Mike? I don't know because they tell me I have to. Yeah, exactly. I'm wondering societal norms. He's trying Mm, to fit in. Okay. Did they like okay? So they brought these dinosaurs back from wherever they did Jurassic Park style is what I'm assuming, right? Sure. And yeah, then like cool. they're like, whoa, 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 you can't just like go out there and be a dinosaur anymore. You gotta like be part of society now. Yeah. 
And they had yeah, to go through I mean, like all sorts of. They took some as lab assistants. They okay. made them our tour guides. Izzy, yeah. this is what I'm seeing. Now, I want to see like the dinosaur college comedy, right? Oh, Where they're all, you, like, you, you want you want to see DCU. you want to see yes. uh, uh, Teddy Rex's. Uh, Oh my God! I have to to get into this fraternity. I have to get a stripper by eight at eight p.m. <laughs> yes, that's the movie I want to see now. <laughs> Teddy Rex going to college, you know. Dino House. I'm in. <laughs> Dino House. <laughs> Dinos at parties. Zero point zero. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're at the Extinct Species Club. This is where we see all oh, of the dinosaurs God. from the TV show, I assume. And um, I, I, I don't know. We, all they drink I, is water. It's like this, I, ra- ra- like, oh, they keep bringing it up. They're like, we only drink water, like glacier water or something. And Whoopi's like, give me from the tap. And yeah. I just didn't understand it. And I was also like, Whoopi, you shouldn't drink water because you're a fucking robot. <laughs> Got to keep the system loop, Mike. <laughs> But I just have written down a couple lines like Brock likes soft skins. And, okay, uh, and they keep calling humans soft skins, right? But yeah. that doesn't matter because Whoopi's a robot. But she never tells anybody. I don't understand like why she's not telling anybody that she's a robot. Is it because then she'd be taken out with a magnet? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's right. Can she go like so? <laughs> Yeah, what happens if she goes into like a sporting event, Steve, and they make her go through that metal detector? Is it just she fucking flashes her badge? Right ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, this is why I can carry this gun, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, we have a a sequence that I just call "Open the door, get on the floor, everyone do the dinosaur." Everybody starts dancing. Yeah. Um, and then Molly Rex comes out, and starts singing, and um, I said, "Right now, the costumes actually aren't that bad." The, 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 the dinosaur, the, the dinosaur, yeah. like the dinosaur designs are the best design yeah. props in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they came. It was like a test run for the show Dinosaurs. If it wasn't out already. Right. I, I, I'm. I think it was probably wrapping up by '95. Yeah. Was they it like '89 or something. Yeah, like '90, '91. Yeah, because it was like when Roseanne was popular. You know what? I bet you that a lot of '91 these... to '94. I bet you a lot of these were just like leftover dinosaurs from that show, right? Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to be. Yeah, they're right? like, oh yeah, if we paint it like bluish, then uh, nobody will recognize. Oh, because yeah. there's a uh, there's like a a uh, like a Diablo Ceratops that seems like. Oh wait, is that the boss yep. from yep. Uh, from dinosaurs? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Look just like them, and yeah. the, like the designs of it look like that. I think it was Henson that did all those dinosaurs for that show, right? It looked very similar to the designs from the. It's TV exactly show. the same. If you Google it, it's yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, after Molly's performance, uh, you know, Whoopi and Teddy go and meet with her, you know, backstage, and they're like, "Do you, what do you know about this dino murder?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I felt it too." And they're like, "Oh <sighs> really? Because it's your husband that's dead." What? Like so, you're back on the market. I hear. Didn't feel that. Yeah. We having the funeral tomorrow. Yeah. Like, wait, you didn't know he was dead, but you're having the funeral tomorrow. Very fast about this. They're dead really quickly. Everyone knows this. Did they just throw him in the tar pit? (laughs) (laughs) Labria style. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think there's a problem now in future LA of like dinosaurs? And they're like, you got to stop dumping your relatives in the La Brea tar pits. It's not it's for not that. that deep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's the couple sticking out or whatever. <laughs> Just like a mass grave of like dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, uh... technically, no. Uh, so yeah, so they decide they're going to go home and they like split up, but the Jawas are following them or whatever. Uh, so oh, they attack God. Teddy's tour bus thing and, uh, I don't know, Coltrane goes. They to really are the Jawas though, yeah. Steve, because they, yeah, they take apart the tour bus like they took apart, um, you know, the scraps in the yeah, desert, they're, right? They're, they're they just fucking scavengers, man. Apart. And they yeah. also, me, 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 me. I kind of like Izzy's thing of maybe they're all just mummies. Like maybe they were like, (laughs) okay, we're going to bring back dinosaurs, but we'll also bring back mummies, you know, because like that would be fun too. And then they're like, that was a bad idea when they did about five of them. Right. And this is just where they ended. Cause I think you're right. Izzy. like, they look like dirty mummies, like, and that they've been out a little bit too long. Cause like the, the bandages are getting real loose and everything and they're real ripe, you know, yeah. but they're still, they're still clinging on. Oh, also I'm going to blow everybody's mind here. Oh. Mummies are just zombies with more money. Oh, rich zombie. I like it. Okay. Cause mummies, <laughs> like the mummies are all Kings and Queens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're yeah. also walking around and, yeah. Well, yeah. did they like mummify regular like Egyptian citizens then just like put just they, throw them they in the did, they did yeah. but not like not as well. That's why like there's yeah. not as many that, of that's them. That's what that's what quicksand's for, right? I mean also just the yeah. desert. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, this is a movie. Yeah, it was it's one totally of the most painful things I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then he's literally killing Steve right now, guys. I don't, yeah. Steve. I understand. Yeah, it's okay. Izzy and I can sympathize with you. Yeah. This so let's get through movie. this. No. Um, yeah. So, God, yeah, it'd be the whole scene where the yeah the tour bus is torn apart and he like had to extinguish it to start on fire. And Whoopi's mad at him for not having a gun and like, I don't, I'm already scared of a T Rex. I don't need a T Rex with a gat. But he needs a new. <laughs> A new Rex movie car. Yeah. Hobo. T-Rex with a shotgun. <laughs> I'd watch it. They should have made him like a hard ass cop. You know what I mean? He should have been like a, a like a dirty hairy type of cop as a T-Rex, right? That oh, would have been more fun. You, like, you wanted getting to, like, to the scene where he's changing his look. You wanted you wanted to <sighs> swap it. You wanted like him to be the hard ass and Whoopi to be yes. like goofy tour guide who gets roped in. Yes, him. that's better. Yes, I like that this. That is actually movie. significantly better. And then she falls in love with like the lounge singer. Yeah. And then it's also revealed that the Blue dinosaur's Day. a robot halfway through the movie and they're like why would you make a dinosaur robot because dinosaurs aren't real Mike. they have to be a robot oh my god oh Oh my god and then the heart the the badass robot actually has the brain of whoopi's lover in it when it becomes tammy and the t-rex oh no oh here we go all we're saying is like better movie Did we? These movies after Jurassic Park, like it was a mistake, everybody. The dinosaur era was a mistake. They even named a goddamn NBA team after Jurassic Park. It was a mistake. No, okay? no, it was oh, all amazing. You. All of these movies are perfect. This is our entire month of November, Michael. How dare you? 
And guess is what? that your conclusion next year too <laughs> at the end of the month you're gonna be like and dinosaurs in movies were a mistake no dinosaurs in movies are never a mistake yeah, have you done are you gonna do prehistoria uh, i remember really hysteria prehistoria yeah i remember yep. hating uh, that i think it was kid. two weeks ago with the... yeah oh okay listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah, that's the I, I know i know <laughs> Shh. is it november listen, yet Oh yeah, we're we're doing uh, all three carnosaurs, prehistoria. Wow. We're back at dinosaur story. This Tammy and the T Rex, and just for good measure, Jurassic World Dominion. Okay, well, you got Tammy and the T Rex, so it's going to be a fun month. <laughs> That's right. On our new Vinegar Syndrome, Tammy and the T Rex extended oh, edition, four yes! K. If one movie deserves it, it really is that. So it Paul is. Walker's finest role. <laughs> That's right. Steve and I were literally having conversation about how I. And it's 100% true. Needed to spend less money on art supplies because I bought a lot of things all at once. And then it was ended with, oh, by the way, I dropped $40 on Tammy and the T-Rex. Uh, I believe that specific, that specific time it was pre-ordering Roadhouse. Oh, okay. Maybe it was oh. Roadhouse. Coming soon, <laughs> everybody. I, that is a great purchase. Right? Absolutely. I agree. Mm. But I am not the money manager. Do <laughs> you know what movie I would spend 50 bucks on for a 4K restoration with <gasps> interviews and behind the scenes? Blah, 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 blah. Congo! Oh, not yeah. Conga? Maybe Conga. <laughs> oh, God. I get, imagine the interviews with like Michael Guff or whatever. I seriously just needed the money. <laughs> Do you think if they made a Blu-ray of uh, Theodore Rex, Whoopi would still be contractually obligated <laughs> to be a part of it? <laughs> they do the sequel and she's like, oh, hell no! <laughs> like, you have to do a sequel if it happens. You also have to do a commentary track and all this stuff. Like, she's totally has to do it. She She's fucking ragging on it like Ben Affleck and Armageddon. <laughs> he's like what, what the fuck is this stupid shit why why would you just make the dinosaur robot it'll be like that third escape plan where uh oh, yeah. stallone is just in an office on a phone for yeah. like four minutes but they splice it in throughout the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah so yeah teddy needs a new look oh, and, god uh, damn it god uh, damn it and luckily so... they have this wonderful little generator that uh makes him look like what? an opera singer and, oh, uh, and it changes me what this is. Does this only work for people? And wait, does this work for only dinosaurs, or does it also work for people? I assume it's just dinosaurs. No, this is where we got her outfit too, and her attitude adjustment. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Is I do like how Izzy did mention that. Like, not only does it change your outfit, it changes your accent. Yeah. So well, yeah. it's a really because they don't come out change. of the shop speaking English or whatever, you know. Ella's yeah. Arcane is like, you know, I got to give him a New York accent or, you know. Ella's Arcane what? who can't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows this what it sounds like. That guy, we'll get to it, but this guy's accent is... German? Yeah, it's wild. Difficult it to understand. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> well, and obviously he needs a new look. He's a detective now. What so if he went with the Viking one? Or like one of the absurd ones, right? Like, what if he was it, like, "This is the new me. This is what I'm feeling." Oh yeah, the the uh, the Scottish guy with the bagpipes. Yeah, that that'd be yeah. interesting. Third act. Like for the rest of the movie, he's just walking around like that. Yeah, but instead, he uh, looks like Bruce Willis from the Last Boy Scout, like the exact same outfit. God. And uh, 
yeah, they got a, a new van that uh, kind of looks like Bobby and DeVito's, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, psych, you got a garbage truck. Woo! And they didn't even bother to take the garbage out. That's nope. my favorite part, Izzy, that there's still yeah. garbage in it. I mean, Teddy Rex is in the back. <laughs> did they? So how did they get a garbage truck with garbage still in it? They either killed the garbage truck driver when he came in to pick up the garbage that day. No, like they like or... look, look. They're like they're they're the police, so they work for like the state or the county or whatever. It's just a county or state truck. They're just like yeah, but... yeah we're commandeering this. And they're like, but we didn't even finish the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, Don't worry about it. We're trying to finish this movie as quickly as possible. It's a somebody else problem. Give yeah. me the truck. So then, okay, guys. Then we cut to a junkyard city. And there's like a roller hockey fucking stadium. Yeah, so the trash truck fits playing. right in. Yeah. And of course, Ted's like, eh, I want to play. And hits like three balls at once. And uh, who gives a shit? Um, so, like they did world building, but like in the worst way. Do you know what I mean? Like none of it works. I don't care about anything. Oh, like, we forgot about at one point the because that's what the this is important. Whoopi's got the, her friend who's the nine year old kid who runs yeah. the bar. Yeah. Oh my I, god. Okay. Yeah. So this my robot dad. has a friend that's a nine-year-old kid who runs a bar as as is like if you were a nine-year-old who ran a bar do you think you wouldn't have a friend who was a robot <laughs> i just feel like they were like we gotta have a kid in the movie to show that the movie's for kids otherwise i think people are just gonna be confused otherwise just a bunch of dead things and poli- police procedures yeah we can get that from law and order yeah oh my god if law and order special victims unit had a fucking dinosaur <gasps> Right. Voiced by Ice Cube or Ice T. <gasps> Just he goes, it's the new me. I'm showing up this season as a dinosaur. We'd be like, whoa. Everybody and then like the season finale, you find out he's a robot. <laughs> okay, if you like season 30 <laughs> of SVU, Ice T walks in, he goes, Hey, I just want to tell everybody I'm a robot. And then he, he opens just, up like, his oh. shirt and he's got the yeah. switchboard and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to a map painting of New Eden, and um, oh wow, I don't know. They're like driving a, like through a safari or whatever, and Steve, they uh, this movie, I'm it's just it's too much. <laughs> it's there's a lot happening. They tried to do too much. Absolutely, it's, it's so bad. It's like it. This is like this is the worst thing I think I've ever watched. And I'm not being hyperbolic. Oh. I really do. I think I was. It was a real. It was so painful, and it just never ends. Never. What, what do you mean? We're only like halfway through it. We haven't. Even, <laughs> we haven't even talked about. Um, you know, the kid being snagged through a video game machine uh, by Jawas. Oh. Um, what what else we got? Yeah, the funeral where Elazar Kane basically confesses that he killed the dinosaurs. But he's gonna find out who the killers are. What is my happening? fault? I got him killed because I made him. Yeah, that's what every parent says uh, at yeah. their children's funeral. He died because I gave him a life. So, 
Yeah. Is he the parent of all the dinosaurs? Like, does did they all have to get him like a birthday gift and everything? Yeah. And yeah. Absolutely. What's his oh, house on Christmas Day. look like? Yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna get to it. But when like they go to to his compound, Teddy's like, "This is where I grew up." Yeah. Shit. So they so he says have it's to, like... like going home. This is where I grew up, and it's like then that's going home, buddy. <laughs> it's true. If only we saw his college days, you know, would have been a lot of fun. Right. More more context for what we're about to witness. Yeah. So after the funeral, um, and there's like a whole tribal dance thing going on there, whatever. Uh, Ted's going to walk Molly home. Yeah. And then, uh, <sighs> yeah. And then, okay. So, <laughs> so he's walking Molly home and he's like, oh, look, this is my apartment. Ha ha ha. And she's like, you want to go upstairs with some milk and cookies? Oh, milk and cookies. Oh, milk, milk and cookies. cookies. That sucks, right? Milk and cookies. Uh, you, it would have been kind of funny, though, in this movie, like if it wasn't for kids and they went up and they just fucked. Right. right? And we saw that. Yeah. Oh, just man. fucking raw dog. Just <laughs> like all the fucking sounds from Jurassic Park. Well, do you think because, you know, like he th- he made it so the dinosaurs can talk. Do you think he made it so they they had like dicks and stuff of like course. big dicks I, i'm sure whatever size they had before i mean okay let's face it if he's a t-rex he's like a like a pygmy t-rex because he's only like you know seven or eight feet tall mm-hmm. so i'm sure it's proportionate <laughs> is that why he's wearing clothes otherwise like you know he'd be swinging all over town and stuff yeah just dragging walking around on a <laughs> tripod yeah yeah i'm sure it's exactly <laughs> I mean, he's already got the back tail to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think like other dinosaurs get like back tail envy and stuff? Oh, uh, what really sets them off, though, is when like at the end of the tail, there's like uh, like the Ankylosaur Club or like the spikes like a Stegosaurus. Oh, yeah. You can't compete with that, man. Yeah, that's when it's like, oh, man, I don't have a chance against that. (laughs) So we got a hot dog in their their situation. Yeah. (laughs) they're just uh, going to town two dinosaurs fucking it's a real nice scene they got the candles lit and everything they got the uh you know your favorite song on steve yeah it's it's excellent cinematography very reminiscent of the green mile sex scene yeah just like it right (laughs) oh look at that same director of cinematography (laughs) or the the speed race for fuck scene God, this did look familiar like the Green Mile fuck scene. Yeah. <laughs> and the Speed Racer. When when Speed Racer fucks that monkey, <laughs> I mean, it was just like... I mean, everybody yeah, remembers... Trixie walks green... in, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> everybody remembers in the Green Mile when Michael Clark Duncan was like, I can take all of you balls. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk for a moment about how Teddy Rex is abusing his dog? Yeah, there's dog Zippy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like not only is he never home, so where is Zippy pissing and shitting? Yeah, but, <laughs> that being said, I kind of want Zippy's bed slash house for sushi. I mean, it'd be nice. <laughs> also, looking at Teddy's apartment, my next note is: Is Teddy a child? Right. Yeah, I expect him I... to have like a fucking race car bed or something. That's the know? thing, though. How old is he? I don't know. Can't be that old. And I don't feel like he's a. The, any of these people are adults. Like the dinosaurs are adults because they do they do some adult things, but they also act like children. Like they don't drink, 
Like they don't smoke. They don't say bad words. They don't. But they get cookies. married. But they get married and die. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they get so murdered. She could have been a child bride. Jesus, this world yeah. is fucked, man. Good <laughs> yeah. God. The dark underbelly of the new and, future. And she was married <laughs> to a child groom. Oh my God. And it was all set up by that creepy doctor who is literally all their father. That weird German who calls himself their father? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Guys, we are talking real talk about Theodore Rex. <laughs> It's a movie that exists in somebody's mind. This was like, yeah, this is going to hit everybody. This is, this is the one like, did they, when I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, okay, were they trying to make this like a blade runner? And I know it sounds ridiculous with like, you know, dinosaurs being in a blade runner situation. No, no, or something no. Super like that. Mario brothers was blade runner. This was more yes. of a lethal weapon. But okay, that's what I'm thinking, Steve. Did they also think it could potentially be like that type of Super Mario's like dark, gritty world where like because that's what it seems like it was kind of setting it up as is like, you know, uh, Molly Rex is like a lounge singer and like we're approaching it like kind of a noir story, but like none of that happened. Yeah, they never really got around to the yeah, because it was all like uh, you know, with like a noir, it's always like, oh, yeah, I did it for the money and blah, 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 and yeah. whatever. But it's like, oh, no, I'm going to kill all of civilization with a fucking missile starting an ice age or whatever. And I'm going to have an arc um, and I'm going to make a paradise in my image. <sighs> and that that's my goal. You don't get that in a, you know, a Bogart movie. No, no. If only. Right. <laughs> I do like because also Whoopi is a robot. You could have like a replicant type of situation as like, oh, is she really human? All that none of this is explored, by the way. I'm just no, no, no. It's a really bad movie. Well, I I don't know, Mike. There was this one scene coming up where uh, you know, the 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 kid or whatever had like gifted her a badge cage or or badge case that uh, he had made. And so like, <sighs> you know, the kid's been missing and she looks at it and you hear the voiceover of it's a badge case. <laughs> Because, you know, you don't know what the hell else she was looking at. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I can't use this, so thanks for nothing. Yeah. Also, I'm a robot. I have no feelings. Does not compute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, yeah, so then Teddy, like, leaves Molly at his apartment and goes and meets up with Coltrane, or Whoopi. <sighs> Basically, I don't know, they have their, you know, buddy, buddy cop dog where it's like, you're a classic Ankylosaur type. Hard on the outside and squishy on the inside, or whatever. God, haven't See, you we... ever felt fell in love? No, you should try falling in love. No, because I'm a fucking robot. That's not compute. <laughs> like, but she never said anything about it. I don't understand. He knows she's a robot because at one point I think he's the one who is just like, oh, you're a robot? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this but is where we get, get her saying like, oh, yeah, I'm Bioware. I'm more human than human and stuff. And I'm like, fuck you. That's Blade Runner. You can't say that. See, this is what I'm thinking. They they really thought this was going to be like a Blade Runner, but with dinosaurs. Yeah. They were like, the only thing that movie was missing is like, what if uh, Edward James almost was actually a dinosaur? Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, dog's just being a complete fucking ass right now. So, yeah. Um, Try to get him distracted. 
He's a big Theodore Rex fan, so Sushi's a little upset that you are bad-mouthing his movie. Oh, he was glued to the screen. He's also a child. But... <laughs> uh, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, so then, okay. Then they, like, I don't know, some of the police department, like, reconstructed the butterfly thing that exploded or whatever. And so they're like, oh, yeah, there's only one person can make this. It's the toy maker in the ninja grid. And I'm like, wait, what? The ninja there's grid. In this movie? Not only no. that, there's a Old grid. grid. Steve. Yeah. We have to go to Miami not, for this one. Not like a specific part, like not like a Chinatown, not like yeah. uh, Little Tokyo. No, 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 everybody. There's a specific grid in the town that is only for ninjas. Yep. The ninja grid. Yep. And then uh, and then they go there, and it's basically the headroom from Futurama. Because a bunch of like frozen heads in uh, basically it's like CO2 tanks. Yeah. I guess the bodies are yeah. stuffed in there or something. I don't know. Just okay. And then I thought he made weapons, but fine. Yeah, well, I mean, he makes a lot of things. The the cryogenic <laughs> freezing funds his weapons. Yeah. Know. Well, that's just his day job. Yeah, weapons don't yeah. just grow on trees. Come on, Mike. Yeah. You know, he's gotta keep it up somehow. So he runs the cryo lab downstairs as his day job and he does the weapon the weapons are the fun thing, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's for like him. really what keeps him going. And dressing up in this amazing outfit that he's wearing, oh, right? Yeah. The outfit. Do you think he buys those or makes it himself? Well, he it's makes very sense. specific, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, well, guys, quick, before we meet the toy maker, they have oh. to ring the bell for service. Oh, that's right. Oh, God damn it. And then there's this purse right next to the bell, and oh. out of it comes a little puppet dude who's like, mm. what is it you want? My name is Fuzzy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, what, what the hell are you? I am the man in the bag. Right. What? And so, Goodbye. Is that a living thing or is no, it no i think it's one of the toys it's a toy but it, it's toy sentient makers. yeah well yeah, i same guess with, same with the a caterpillar robot. that comes out and morphs and flies off yeah which he calls a, a hairy hot dog and i'm like no that doesn't look like a hairy that doesn't look like a hot dog at all sir no anyway we then cut from there to watching molly rex bathe because we need that in kids movie. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Guys here. Up there here with duck titties, baby. Yeah. Well, something for the daddies. <laughs> I I was excited. I'm like, what she got under there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we know what you were asking earlier, Mike, and like, well, it seemed like we we're about to find out. Mm-hmm. What's what she packing in there? She's got some. A- anybody else like <laughs> expecting her to do her heel turn here? <laughs> Oh, the jawless oh. come in and try to nab her, and she's like, "Yeah, what took you guys so long?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it would have been fun. It would have been right? something happening that's like has some sort of intrigue. But yeah, no. Carol Kane is the femme fatale. I'm in. Yeah. Okay, just let's just imagine, guys, because it's still one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Red <laughs> Sparrow, but yeah. with a dinosaur. Well, Red, you can't get it up. Red Spinosaurus? <laughs> yeah. Red Stego. <laughs> like Molly Rex. Just, you know, just imagine that dino, the dino Red Sparrow sex school. Jesus, man. Oh, oh. Crazy. Ooh, where's my Brandon pillow? Oh, it's still, I got to say, everybody, watch Red Sparrow. What a movie, huh? <laughs> It was a film made with Academy Award-winning people in it. 
in yeah. 2019, oh. 18. Oh, and it's so smut. Good. It's just smut. Smut, smut, smut. It's wonderful. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of smut, we go meet the yeah. toy maker and uh, babe. Who's the toy maker? I don't even remember. I stopped was, carrying uh, it. It was point. a wind from Big Trouble Little China. Oh, that's China. right. That's right. Oh. It's a wind from Big Trouble Little China. I like and Izzy. He's like, yeah. What was this? The okay. What was the point, Izzy, where you totally checked out and were like, "I can't, I can't do it." Was it this scene or before? I need to know the exact moment. Once upon a time. I don't know. It just all starts like fading away. I think it, I honestly think it might have been right about the the first time the car got hijacked. I just sort of was like, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think for me it was um, when he woke up. <laughs> It was all the dream. <laughs> when, when it wasn't Schindler's List with dinosaurs, you were like, not the movie yeah. for me? <laughs> yep, I was like, not for me, yeah. Yeah, Mike was like, I want to see him in gas chambers. <laughs> Steve, <I'm> guys, <laughs> guys, I just realized we have to be uh, a year or two away from the day the clown cried release. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it's coming. Get on a Shock Factory get... or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Shock Factory Blu-ray of it. Steve, since we've both said our moment, what for you was the moment where you truly realized this wasn't for you? It hasn't happened yet, Mike. This is wow. You were still on board at this point. You're like, okay, oh, they're going to course. the toy maker. Okay, of course. All right. Wind from Big Trouble in Little China just showed up on screen. I'm fucking in. Oh, guys. so you're back up at this point? Like, yeah, they hit you down, and then you got up off the mat at this point. You're like, okay, I'm back in. Let me see where this goes. Oh, and then like instantly when like the place blows up, yeah, still in. Which so Whoopi and uh, Theodore Rex are dead, right? Yeah. Oh, everyone's that dead. whole building because it just up. happened like, yeah, like they're talking, and all of a sudden it was like beep, beep, boom. That was it. And Whoopi's doing this thing where she's like, if we like shuffle for some reason, it won't explode. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's like trying to escape the dune worms, you have to like walk without rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> the dune worms are like the DC sniper, you just got to walk in a zigzag or something, yeah, serpentine, serpentine, yeah, gentlemen. The day the crown cried is coming out June 2024. Wow! See for my birthday. (laughs) Steve, just get ready. There's going to be another fifty dollar pre order on that card. (laughs) (laughs) Did we get on Vincent, or is this coming out through like a legitimate? Oh, but they've actually released some pictures. Oh no! Of Jerry Lewis as a clown. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> guys, guys, this looks classic. Oh yeah, I see this. Okay, some of these pictures, guys. He gets his nose stuck on like a part of the barb <laughs> barbed wire, yeah. so, like a pig nose. No, it, it's more. It's more uh, picture like oh, Travis Bickle, shit. but with clown makeup on his mouth. <laughs> There's also one where he's doing like, like a uh, fang teeth, like as a joke in front of these kids, and they're all behind a barbed wire fence. Well, Mike, when you're in a what concentration camp, are vampires really going to scare you? Oh yeah, you're right. And this makeup, oh, I mean, wow. you're already surrounded by Nazi werewolves, so right, <sighs> guys. 2024, June 2024. Yeah. 
We're not, we won't be crying that day. Is that what we're doing? The grade bid meetup for a, a world premiere? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna world premiere it. So, all right. So yeah, the big explosion. They grab the toy maker and they basically start torturing him for information. And then they like accidentally kill him. Oh well. Well, right, then we go on. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so funny. for some reason, Theodore Rex says, "I want to buy a gun." Yeah, right. Good. Like I want to buy an assault rifle. And Whoopi's like, what? My rights. Yeah, she's like, I don't understand. Like, you can get guns at the station. She's like, no, no, just go with me on this. And they go up there, and then he goes, here's the guns that I'm selling. And they're all, like, giant versions of guns, right? There's, like, a five-foot-long handgun for some reason. But then he brings up the the little butterfly, right? And he says, we know you made this, and you murdered that guy. Yeah. And he does like this ninja trick where he just disappears and leaves that exploding bug on the table. Yep. And then boom. Yeah. But then, yeah, then they instantly like grab him because they're not dead for some reason. Even I was a little confused of what had just happened. Um, yeah, they're all fine. Except... And then, yeah. And then they like accidentally kill him, like smack him around or whatever. <laughs> Kids movie, guys. Um, so then we cut to the, the kid, Sebastian, the like nine-year-old kid, he's in a cell at new Eden or whatever. And, uh, he's in there with a chimp and I'm like, yeah, hey, all of a sudden chimps are in the movie now, which is right. Fun. I mean, why not Congo? Right. It was 95. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You think that chimp was a robot? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, like, are the, are, is anybody a human? Uh, not that I know of. I think so. So in the very beginning of this, it says everything's extinct, and then the professor brings everything back. Maybe he didn't actually bring humans back. Because yeah, Whoopi says she's more human than human. So. Oh shit! I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we also wow. get to see where the assistant guy uh, Summers is like talking to Doctor Shade. And he's basically like, so uh, I helped out with that whole Teddy, making Teddy Rex the stupidest dino detective ever thing. Uh, where's my uh, seat on the arc? And then they just freeze his ass. But but not before he brags about having big feet. In a kid's movie? God. Yeah. All right. So then after that, uh, Whoopi and Teddy then raid the fucking Jawa Palace or whatever. I don't know. They just like go in. And Steve, are you still into else. the movie at this point? Absolutely. You know why? Oh <laughs> because they're talking to the Jawas and they like, you know, get a couple of them. And they're like, where's Kane? As I've written down, you know where the fuck he is. He's at New Eden. You do not need this information from them. He's at his evil fucking fortress. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Is he, when you were watching this with Steve, was it, was he just like real excited while the movie was still going? And you're just sitting there going like, oh, Steve. Oh, you got Teddy Rex swimming <laughs> in and taking out Jawas. You, and, and after that, you know what happens? You you cut to uh, Edge, like the, the long-haired Highlander guy and Sebastian basically recording an Al-Qaeda video where he's like, just read the, the, the information, and blah, blah, blah. Happening? And then you cut to Whoopi and a dinosaur and a fucking gyrocopter straight out of Road Warrior going into it New Eden. <sighs> And they're just on it. There's no explanation how they got it or like that these exist. But for some reason, he it's, Teddy's hanging off of the bottom of it. 
Well, yeah, because he's too big for it. So why even take it? I don't know. Mike, <laughs> if you have a gyrocopter... I just don't understand. But they've like harnessed him in and she's like, oh, it's so hard to fly it because you're like moving and it's flying all over the place. And I was just like, I just... <sighs> Well, they land it the only way they really can with a giant dinosaur hanging out the bottom. They just crash it through a window. Roll credits, guys. What do we think about the Oh, my God. Steve, and so even through the credits, you were still into it? Oh, there was something in the credits that just made me even happier (laughs) than I noticed. No, they didn't die in the crash, obviously. This This is incredible. So Uh, uh, Coltrane's like, hey, I'm going to go save Sebastian. Even though I don't know where he is, I'll figure it out. And uh, I assume Teddy's like left to die. Yeah, because, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Kane shows up and he's like, Teddy, I'm glad you're back. I wanted to show you my Bond villain plan. And then, ah! and, and, and he's like, show it. And, and this is when he launches the fucking missile. And I'm like, game over, man. He fucking won. Yeah. Well, because Teddy yeah. Rex is supposed to be his, his breeding male. Yeah. Rex. I'm glad that you and Molly are close. It's like the Terminator 3 ending. Like they go to the place, they think that's where they're gonna stop oh, D Day, yeah. but actually D Day just happens, and they're like, "Now you need to fuck." Yeah, now you need to repopulate. Yeah. Okay, and then this is where he launches the missile, and he's like, "Well, ninety seconds from now, there will be a new ice age," and I'm okay. like, "There's twenty minutes left in this fucking movie." Yep. <sighs> it, it, it's it's really like twelve minutes for this ninety seconds. It's pretty bad. Because uh, then we cut to uh, like a shootout at the fucking zoo where I guess uh, Sebastian and all that's being held. Um, <laughs> and Ted like knocks out Shade into like one of the cryo chambers. Uh, they get Sebastian. Uh, Ted like. Uh, what the fuck does this say? <laughs> oh, uh, Ted accidentally something Molly's chamber. Yep. No, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so after all this, she saves Sebastian and blah blah blah, and they're running back, and they get back to New Eden, and it says sixty seconds left, and I'm like, all that happened in thirty seconds. Yep. Okay. I buy it. But then this is when uh, Kane shoots Coltrane with some sort of zap gun. <sighs> what happens, Mike? Well, Whoopi just decides that she's not going to be in the movie anymore. <laughs> she just looks and she goes. Oh, you're going to have to go finish the movie without me. I can't move. And they have like this horrible, like Tron rotoscope, like blue lightning running on her. Right. And she's just like, no, for real, though, you should go do the rest of the movie without me. And Teddy's like, okay. And then he gets shot in the stomach. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? of? Yeah. God, I loved how they killed him at the end. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He does get shot, but he doesn't die because he's a dinosaur. Dinosaurs don't die. (laughs) <laughs> that it, no dinosaur has ever died steve nope. yeah they're um, like baby's kids they don't die they multiply steve that's right uh so yeah we get uh coltrane's like talking but the rest of her is offline and she's like hey use your brain not a gun and i'm like you might want to use a gun uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so so then of course teddy does the one thing you do grab some mm-hmm. rope some hooks or like he bends some pipes into hooks and then he swings in, pulls Kane, like his entire fucking seat directly out of his getaway car. 
And then uh, his uh, edge or whatever, he crashes into a fucking sign, explodes before he hits the sign, like yeah. the billboard or whatever. And then it says 10 seconds until detonation. It just says awesome. 10. It doesn't say 10 yeah. seconds. Oh, it, it just it says, says 10. Oh, it could like just 10, be 10 minutes. Nine, Maybe he eight. said it for the 90 minute and he thought it was 90 seconds. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah, that, that was like, my oh. assumption because it actually doesn't say like seconds or anything. It just like says like 30 to destruction. All right. <laughs> 30. Still shot for Because I was like, it's future fuck? time. Maybe they're not right? running on, you know, minutes. Oh, yeah. It's a 90 parsecs or whatever. Yeah. 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 But it's funny, Steve, you explained all this like he's bending the pipes, he's swinging, he gets away, he crashes through a sign. And like people are probably hearing that go, damn, there's some action this week. No, oh, everybody, what he explained, it was much more exciting on this podcast than what actually happens in the movie. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> no, anyway. uh, so, yeah, uh, apparently they detonate the missile in space with a yeah. second left. So, you know, everyone's whoops, space even though if it age. Was- one second till detonation it's like over dc or something right Hmm. i'd like it if like it went all the way up into like mars or something and people are living there like recall style you know and they're like what the fuck now they got like an ice age there they got that express train that goes through the middle of mars yeah yeah is that the colin farrell one yeah yeah that's right (laughs) that's the only one you recognize right you're a big colin farrell recall fan well that's the only one right it's like the uh the 2015 point break yeah, there's no yeah. 2015 one. What are you talking about? It doesn't exist. What the point break, right? That one with that guy in it? Yeah, that, that guy from Monster Trucks or whatever, right? That movie doesn't exist either. So anyway, so Coltrane and Tenny end up getting promoted to detectives for I don't wow. know, saving the world. Yay. So what was Whoopi doing before that? She was a bounty hunter. Okay. That's why she was, yeah, on she was on commission. Wait, yeah. she's like dog the bounty hunter. Yeah. And they decided to make her a real cop. Shit. Yep. Okay. I would have liked it too if like Whoopi was always like bringing guys into prison and she's like, gotta get Christ in your life, brah. She's married you know? to a big titted wife who like yeah. handles the business end and always has a cell phone in her hand. <laughs> yeah. Praise Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so we have the typical scene where it's like, hey, you guys are going to be partners now. Yay. But they look like they're at a funeral. Yeah. Like while they're getting this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, this was the first day of shooting for Whoopi, Izzy. So she was really just it's definitely not exciting. <laughs> in a mood. Um, uh, then we get the whole uh, so beginning of a beautiful friendship line. And then it says, see ya on the screen. Yeah. Roll yeah, You know, we know the classic theme, you know, at the end of the movie or the end. Yeah. See ya. Originally said Sia wouldn't want to be yet, but they decided that they wanted to leave it open for a sequel. Mm, that's yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't didn't want to one. alienate the yeah. the audience. <laughs> I was say uh, Sia checks yourself before you wrecks yourself. I felt like they insulted me by saying Sia at the they end did, of it. Mike. I was like, what? specifically you. They were like, yeah. Sia, Mike Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if it was like the E.T. ride they used to have at Universal Studios where he'd say your oh, name. Yeah. Mike. Ah. See ya. Steven is he. No! <laughs> How do you names? And then, okay, I mentioned there was something in the credits that got me excited. The puppeteers of uh, the bad guy and the caterpillar were the yeah. Chodo brothers. 
from uh, Killer Clowns oh. in Outer Space and Critters. Yeah. And my wife has worked with them on a, <gasps> a film for Netflix. Nice. If you've ever seen Alien X Miss, she did all the a lot of the puppet work on that uh, movie. Oh shit. Did we watch that for Halloween? Oh wait, I mean yeah, Christmas because that's totally the next Christmas. big Let's holiday. Watch it for Christmas. Is, yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's a good it's a fun we'll Christmas it thing. It's, it's like a 40 minute movie. It's fun. Oh nice. The the best kind of movie. Yeah. That's my favorite, just in and out. If only Theodore Rex was 40 minutes, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, roll credits. Uh, Mike, would you recommend Theodore Rex? No, fuck no. <laughs> Good God. This was... This was... I think it is. It's the most painful thing I've ever sat through. I've sat through a lot of bad movies, but I think this is it. I can understand This that. was unbearable. I mean, this is a man who seemed a uh, Silverstream racer. <laughs> Oh, but those last three minutes. Oh, oh but if is Teddy, he? If, if Teddy yes. Rexa burst into flames, <laughs> yes, right? The yes. Now we got a movie. Like, what if, okay, Izzy, he's like, they say, hey, we're partners now. And Teddy Rex, like, gets in a, a, on his motorcycle or something. And he's like, all right, see ya. And then he just drives straight into a wall. <laughs> he's like, he, he, he hops on his motorcycle. He's like about to start up. He's like, see ya. Wouldn't want to. Boom. Boom. And then he just cuts to uh, everybody do the dinosaur. Right. The, the, yeah, it would be great. The everybody do the dinosaur. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's right. Hey, would you recommend this movie? I really can't. This was a rough one. Like, really rough. <laughs> and I'm I, I'm mad at it because there's parts of it where I was like wanting to like it, but then it would just do something that was so goddamn annoying. Yeah. Yeah, guys, it's it's rough. I love dinosaurs, and this is rough. If you're procra- this is actually a good thing. Keep a copy of this movie around. Because oh, yeah. if you're procrastinating and you really have to do something, but you just like <laughs> can't get up the energy to do it, put this movie on. And within five minutes, you will be like, you know what? I I will I would rather do anything than watch Theodore Rex. Your baseboards will never be cleaner. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, on that note, I'm, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Wait, oh, Steve, we didn't get your recommend. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Blood Bank. Wow. Yeah, I, no, no, I, no, I, I, check I, out the Blood look, Bank for yeah, literally yeah, I, any other movie. <laughs> I can't recommend Theodore Rex, but the Blood Bank through patreon.com slash bloody bits has over like a theater for like 3,400 hard to find movies, including Theodore Rex. Cause it's not streaming Steve. anywhere else. I have no idea. So, why. See, now you, guys, you gentlemen reached out to Eddie and were like, could you put this on there? Could you guys reach out to him and say, please remove this? Please take it off. Don't take the space. So Steve, now that we know that you actually didn't like the movie, you got to tell us what was the moment that you got that lost you. Like when did you realize this movie was just gonna suck and it was never coming back from that suckage? You entered and to quote Twister, you entered the suck zone, Steve. Yeah. Um I mean I was really into it like up until like the like extinct species club. I thought, okay, that's kind of cool, blah blah blah. Um oh, I know what it was. It was when he needed to do a look. It was on the uh oh. outfit generator thing. I'm like, all right. When there's... he started doing his impressions. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one, Izzy. Didn't, didn't need any of that. 
Izzy, who um, has just impeccable impressions anytime she's on the grind bin, right? Like she has the best Yobo impression for sure. <laughs> I do the best Harley Quinn around. <laughs> oh my God. My entire personality is based on an egg sandwich. I'm very quirky. You should buy my merch. <laughs> It's like it's like I'm sitting next to Margot Robbie. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> like if Mar- Margot Robbie was really fat and annoying. <laughs> so on that note, take a quick commercial break. <laughs> when we come back, more beer, fun facts, funny third thing. Oh yeah, what we learned from Theodore Rex. God, mm. what could that possibly be? Oh, I learned a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Steve, can oh, you yeah. smell these dog farts that are happening? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my eyes are watering. I'm assuming that's why. <laughs> Uh-oh, she's got the sickness. She's got the Rex sickness. No, no. Anyone else smelling toast? No. No, um, like toast. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? 
buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that I've ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week! Uh... <laughs> it's like she's on the show. Well, babe, I don't know about you. I could use a drink. Oh, um, I'm definitely too sober for this. Well, luckily, from uh, Mother Earth Brew Company, we have their Hop Diggity Double India Pale Ale. Uh, tasting notes. Tropical oh, juiciness, wow. sweet pineapple, and strawberry fields. 8.2% alcohol by volume. Woo! God Whoa. damn, you really didn't like this movie, Steve. Hitting the big guns for the end <laughs> Is that Richard Simmons with, like, hop wings? Yes. Okay. Mm. Hop diggity, hopped out. Mm. And my top. <laughs> His top. Mike, are you drinking anything? Uh, just the same jammy pale from the beginning. Jammy, Getting that jammy, jammy jam, jam jam? I was drinking um, a height before that. You ever had the Korean beer height? Hey. I don't think I have. Yeah. It's good. It's It's like a real cheap Is beer that they have over there. Yep. Yeah. Just like a simple Was Korean a, lager. Yeah. Always great at a like Korean barbecue places. Just get some pictures of that. Mm. Good to go. I think just like everywhere I go just always has Sing Tao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you go to some of some of the places, I'll have it. I got it at the uh, Korean grocery store at the H Mart. Yeah. I will have to check out Ocean Mart. Yeah. There we go. I don't know if it's the dog farts, but this beer smells like weed. Yeah, it definitely has dank notes. Like, haven't taken the sip. And it's uh, very hoppy. Say that... We'll say earthy. Mm. Mm. Sushi did yep. eat a bunch of weed, though, right? So his I mean, dog no, fart not yet. <laughs> but he has had more rotisserie chicken than Steve and I combined. That's why I'm keeping. Uh oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what my wife is feeding our puppy. <laughs> Better food than Well, no wonder he's laying these horrible his, uh, farts. His toys and freeze it, and then he's got to work to get it out. Mm. Oh, okay. That's a lie. I haven't bought Pop-Tarts since, like, before COVID. Yeah, he also had some salmon baby food in a toy earlier, so... When you get a dog who's really smart and you have to entertain them, you start making really disgusting treats for them. <laughs> also, they have yeah. salmon baby food. That's a weird yeah. choice, oh, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good for like me as a dog owner who's looking for something interesting for my dog. But like, you know those like applesauce squeeze pouches? Yeah. Where like the kids can like sip them at the pop? It was one of those, but it was salmon. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. You, you can get a Capri yeah. Sun of salmon. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, what Sounds flavor uh, Capri Sun you got? Oh, salmon. Oh, cod. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah salmon with a little bit of lemon pepper in that Capri Sun. Mm. 
This was a uh, salmon with beets and sweet potatoes. Oh fuck yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> that's um, that's a choice too. Like we're getting kids eating salmon and beets real early. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, that's it. like a Hello Fresh yeah. meal. Right. Yeah, it is. Like you're trying to impress <laughs> the bait. Very Hello Fresh. <laughs> I I eat beets. I love beets, but God, they're the most terrifying food to eat. Because like for a oh, whole day, we have a joke for bread in our house. Yeah, the the afterwards is always the oh my God, I'm missing blood. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, the other day I was like, holy fuck, I got to go to the doctor, and then I was like, oh, I ate beets. Ah. Oh, I remember one of the first times Steve came over and I cooked beets. I gave like some leftovers to because I have pet rats to the pet rats. Oh, and the uh -oh. next morning we woke up and the rats had like eaten part of it, but they'd stashed it in their bed. So we woke up and there were two rats just covered in red with like red chunks everywhere. Oh, and God. Steve was convinced they'd eaten each other in the night. <laughs> nope, they just slept on their beets. <laughs> yeah, it's just beet. <laughs> Hashtag fed red. <laughs> well, would uh, either of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? I don't know. Uh, Are they yes. super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Well, let's find out. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Mike, what do you think the critics thought of Theodore Rex? <laughs> you know, I think it's like some jackass out there like gave it a positive review, so it's probably around like 12%. Is he? Oh, I think there's like got to be like a weird Teddy Rex cult out there and they all get together and leave like really good reviews places. So I'm going to say like 40%. Oh my God. It Well, it's 0% with the critics. Ah, uh, zero. Oh, okay. That zero. Makes but sense. that should fuck about the critics. Yeah. Fuck audience? those critics. Okay. This is where I, I think my 40%. I have this feeling there's a weird cult out there. Mike. Uh, 35%. I'm going with Izzy's theory. I, I believe in it. 18% with the audience. Oh, damn it. Wow. Don't like me, Have you never listened to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, though, 18%. Yeah. So yeah. there is like a very small Teddy cult out there, right? They're less active than I was giving them credit for. Yeah. My, my guess is they haven't seen it since they were children. They're like, yeah, I kind of remember the dinosaur being funny. Oh, yeah, and I love Whoopi. Nobody gives her credit. They never see women. They oh, always yeah. say women aren't funny, but Whoopi Goldberg is very funny. It's people who watch, watch The View. Is The Real? <laughs> or The Real? Is Whoopi uh, still I, the I talk? Think, the I think she's on The View. The View, The Talk, The Real. Yeah. These are shows. Any guesses on the budget for this movie? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I already know it. Oh. oh is he? He cheated. Is it a million dollars? Thirty-three and a half million dollar yep. budget. Well, remember, yep. Whoopi got paid seven million dollars oh, just to be in it. That's right. Whoopi. I forgot about. That. Woo. Um, the worldwide gross was zero because the film was intended for theatrical release, but it tested poorly with older test audiences. So the studio released it straight to video in the U.S., where it could make more money in the lucrative kids' video market. Since it was uh, completed on its original theatrical studio budget, budget, it became the most expensive straight-to-video film ever at the time of its release. Uh, it was released theatrically in Germany, Spain, France, Japan, Portugal, the UK, and South Africa. Everything's bigger in Africa. This oh. is also the first and so far only direct-to-video mm. film to be nominated for a Razzie. Oh, oh. shit. Steve, did you see, catch the... Um... 
most expensive after this came out uh, direct-to-video movie. Oh, no. What's that? There was one other. This is now the second. Oh, shit. Because the Van Damme classic Legionnaire cost oh, $35 shit. million. Dollars, 35 So just barely beat it. That was direct-to-video, apparently. Yeah. And I assume only about 30 of that went to Jean-Claude for some reason. <laughs> I mean, that feels about right. Yeah, that was like yeah, I... Legionnaire was like real late where like nobody was interested anymore. Yeah, it was like, what, 2002, three, something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was way too late. Yeah. 35 we haven't million. done that for we... Jean-Claude Van January. We haven't. Maybe it'll be... Uh... Maybe it's when he's like in the French Foreign Legion. Yeah, it's a yeah. weird one. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to remember. Like I, I don't remember much about that movie, but I have no idea why it'd be thirty five million dollars. <laughs> I think you're right. Like thirty million went to Van Damme, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, to the cocaine for for the crew. <laughs> uh, crew members apparently left constantly during production, and Whoopi Goldberg once said in an interview that on her final day shooting, ninety nine percent of the crew was different from the first day. Wow. That seems right. And uh, Jonathan R. Betuel retired from directing after this movie. He felt the studio didn't market it correctly. So there you go. Wow. Whoa, and, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back apparent... it up here, Betuel yep. or whatever. You have <laughs> you take no fucking ownership of this. You say the whole problem, the movie was perfect. It was the studio's <laughs> fault. Yeah, they didn't wow. market it correctly, Mike. <laughs> Which, by also... the way, the studio who bought this was New Line Cinema. Yeah. Well, and that's why he retired from directing, but then became co-founder of Luma Pictures, whose only credit is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Well, I guess he That's did. how you market a movie, baby. Yeah, that's true. But we've reached the most important part. Uh... What did we learn from Theodore Rex? Uh, okay. Mike, as our guest, would you like to go first? Sure. I think that, you know, I learned so much, but so little from this movie. Right. But I think if anything, I learned that, like, we shouldn't bring back dinosaurs. We should just let them be in the ground and be done with them because. Or maybe have nothing... their corpses on display at a museum or something. Yeah, I, I'm fine with displaying corpses and stuff, but like, I don't think we should bring back dinosaurs or mummies. I think we just leave them. Let dinosaurs fly. Excellent. Uh, Izzy, how about you? Um, I learned that mummies are the natural predators of dinosaurs. Mm. Okay. Good one. Yeah. Um, I learned that dinosaurs feel for each other. Oh, God damn it. And yeah. I think that was actually... I'm just going to take the dog out. You guys enjoy the rest what, of the podcast. Wasn't that actually a thing in uh, Jurassic World? Because the, in Jurassic the World, that they the dinosaurs somehow had like uh, the 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 second one, Schindler's Fallen Kingdom, when okay. the the clone chick or whatever. I haven't seen this, but yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll take your word. Oh, well, then never mind, Mike. Yeah, the, the, there's a clone chick involved, and I I seem to feel like there was like a mental connection or something. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned. Oh, from thanks for having me, guys. So. Even uh, even for Theodore Rex. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? Yes, the Grind Bin Podcast, which you can just check it out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. Grand I mean, Pod, you know. Uh, yeah, Patreon. Everybody's... We do. We have a Patreon as well. I mean, uh, we got to get you guys back on for another small wonder and another mini it's bin. A small wonder. <laughs> 
but you know, if people listen to this show, they've probably heard me more than once. So they That's know right. everyone remembers me. Red Sparrow and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yep, that's me. Uh, Izzy, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I have an Etsy shop. Guys, come shop small instead of uh, don't give Big Daddy Bezos more money. Support a <laughs> support a small small business. Visit untidyvenus.etsy.com or visit my Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon for four dollars a month. You can join my Sticker of the Month Club. Every month, I will send you a sticker and a handwritten note. The stickers. I designed and are on waterproof UV resistant vinyl. Is that part of your Amazon Prime subscription? Is you have to refer to him as Big Daddy Bezos? Yeah. I mean, yeah. A contract. In the terms and conditions, guys. Read yeah. Them. It's the same thing. Like, if you ever want to buy a Tesla, you can't say fuck you, Elon Musk. So we can now never own a Tesla, which works out because you don't physically fit inside a Tesla. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> guys, Steve cannot get both legs inside a Tesla. <laughs> That's right. I gotta hang out the sunroof like a goddamn dinosaur. Man, I like it. I would say so. Steve could sympathize. That's why he kind of liked this movie because he could sympathize with Teddy Rex not being able to like fit in regular cars, right? Exactly. Like I need that extra tail storage. You're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it's for your dick. That's right. (laughs) Steve, Steve, did you want to? Oh, okay. Oh, no, I was going to say, Steve. Oh, oh, well. my, this movie killed my husband. Steve, no. Oh, oh no. Um, well, Steve's coughing, though. Maybe we can ask, Um, is there anywhere we can find you, Harley? Do you have anything oh, my you God. Follow me at Egg Sandwich Horror on all the social media. Egg Sandwich Horror. Okay, that's an interesting <laughs> Would you please stop killing Steve? No, you can't make me. <laughs> Must be that damn egg sandwich. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, we're on all the major podcatchers. Everything I learned from movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from, from movies. movies. <laughs> oh my god, I got oh, Steve, you almost got it. I'm gonna die. <laughs> This is the end. Sip some more beer. My only friend. The end. Yeah, the beer it it fights the virus, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's a antiseptic. Yeah, you're going septic, just like Kanye West. You got any bleach or like sun that you could shine in your body? Steve, quick, show me your asshole. I need to put some sun in it. There you go. I need, I need that's to... right. That's right. Check off your gripe and bingo card. And then nobody can ever tell you cram things where the sun don't shine because the sun will have shined. It has shined up there, yeah. There you go. So yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Mike. And this is <laughs> Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Fantastic. Good night, everybody.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now